This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to Faith Talk Podcast. I am your host, Lolita Jones. Well, I have a special treat for every one of you. This is a new year we have never seen before. And there is a mighty man of valor that is coming to minister the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Get your pen and paper out. Get ready to take notes. Elder David A. Hall Jr. from Memphis, Tennessee is about to stir you up to believe God for the impossible in your life. He about to stir you up that you can stay focused, focused throughout the year, knowing that God is on your side. Stay tuned. Get ready to be blessed. God bless you. I am delighted to be here. I believe part of the problem is uh, you said that David Hall was going to be here, and then they thought it was Bishop Hall, and then they found out, oh, no, it's not him. It's the other guy. And so (laughs) they are... Uh, so hopefully no one is too disappointed. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to sharing with you this evening, uh, but I, I want to praise God uh, for the opportunity and the invite, uh, Missionary Jones. Um, uh, we have uh, some kinship and relationship, and uh, uh, I thank God for discovering these things. The Church of God in Christ is a, is a uh, church that expanded over the U.S., and many people and families all over the U.S., and they were involved in it. And uh, my family was one, and uh, we have expanded all over, all different kinds of places, all different states. And uh, one of the states evidently we expanded to was Virginia. And so I'm glad to have uh, cousins there in Virginia. But more than that, I appreciate, I appreciate her visionary uh, leadership uh, in the uh, arena of social ministry, social media ministry, I should say, uh, and using these forums uh, to help us get a better and closer relationship and walk with God. It is uh, imperative as we enter into the 21st, uh, 23rd year, that is, of this 21st century, it's imperative more than ever that we have people that are dedicated to upholding that bloodstained banner without any fear and without any shame. And so I appreciate God for her. Thank God for all the leadership that's involved in this. And uh, I may not know uh, to call your name, but that is not uh, a sign of disrespect. It is a sign that there are so many people, I'm I'm sure, who are instrumental in making this happen. And so I appreciate you all. If you would go with me in prayer, I'm going to open up the scripture and I'm going to share with you what God has given and I believe that it's going to be a blessing to us. If you would bow your head for just a moment, Father, I thank you. You have given me the opportunity to share across this nation a word that you have planted in my heart, and now, God, we go and we reap the harvest. We go to the vineyard looking for there to be fresh fruit to reap from the word that you've planted in my heart, God. We go to the well. We go to draw the water, hoping, Lord, that you would satisfy us and Give us to drink. But as we do that, God, we are careful to tell you thank you. So you did not have to do it. You did not have to be mindful of us, but you are. Thank you for your grace. We thank you for your power. We thank you, God, even for this anointing that will rest in this moment. For God, the anointing may be too heavy to rest on me, but in this moment it can rest. 
You can do something great to those of us who are listening, hearing the word of God as it's preached today. In Jesus' name, we pray all things. Amen. If you have your Bible, if you're uh, uh, in a place where you have your Bible and you can look at your Bible, just do me a favor and flip over to the second book in your Bible, Exodus 14th chapter. Exodus 14. I'm going to share Exodus 14, verses 13 through 15. Uh, I asked the missionary earlier how long did I have, and she said an hour. And I promised her that I would not be anywhere close to an hour. So let's move expeditiously to uh, Exodus 14. Let's look at the word of God. Beginning at uh, verse 13. Uh, And it says, And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, fear ye not. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall never see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward, that they go forward, that they go forward. I want to talk to you today from the, uh, the thought or the idea, focus forward. 2023 will be the year of the focus forward. Focusing forward is going to be so critical in this year. As I was sharing with the word, sharing the word with the church that I serve here in Memphis, I talked to them and I said to them that uh, whenever you are a precipice of a new beginning, the, the challenge is to forget the things that happened before and continue the transition forward into what God is doing now. Because what God is doing now is setting you up even for your future. Oftentimes, uh, we are uh, uh, chained, if you will, to our past. uh, And we find ourselves dragging it wherever we go. I'm reminded of Paul who who paints the same picture for us where he, he, he screams out as he's writing in the scripture, O wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of this death? Uh, uh, bring into our mind a picture uh, of, of, of a convict who is, who is carrying with him now the body of a dead man who has died while attached to him uh, as part of his sentence. Uh, many times we are dragging dead things with us. We are uh, 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 holding on to things. And, and, and sometimes things are bold enough to even... Hold on to us. And, 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 and as we are encouraged to go to the next level, and we, we, we stand and we observe our surroundings, and sometimes our observations do not lead us to the best conclusions. Can I tell you that many times your faith has got to see beyond your eyesight? Oh, I know that you know that. You, you, you've probably taken the time uh, to, to quote the scripture to someone you were encouraging, telling them that we walk by faith and, and not by 
sight. But, but even in the midst of sharing that type of encouragement with somebody else, I've discovered that it is so much easier to preach a thing than to do what you preach. Oh, man, I'm, 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 I'm not trying to put anybody down. I just want to put you in, in a place to where you can kind of uh, uh, find yourself receiving what God is saying because uh, uh, we are not above what the enemy is trying to do. No, we're not above it. We're not above it. We're not above it. But thank God we're not beneath it either. The devil is not overlording us. Uh, the devil is not uh, 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 able to control or impact what we do in terms of God's will. But oftentimes he makes us consider far too long the alternative to what God's will is. Ah, man, this is a, a thing that, I, that I've, I've uh, a purpose in my mind to focus on when I, when I preach uh, the word, to, to, to really start talking about uh, the challenge of the will of God. Uh, because the will of God oftentimes is not convenient. It's not comfortable. It's not fun. It's not nice. It's not on the top ten list of things that we want to do. Oh, we love the will of God when it ends in our prosperity. But between point A and point B, the drama in the middle there, we would do without if we could. But I want you to know that it's all part of your making. God has to train you. God has to, has to uh, be very involved in making you able to handle what he will give you in your future. Uh, just the other day, I was talking to somebody and saying to them that if God is going to give you a million dollars, he has to be sure that you're not going to squander it. That doesn't mean you can't get a million dollars outside of God, but for those of us who are depending on God to be our prosperity, he has to make sure you can handle what he gives you. Therefore, we have to be tried because trial proves us or trial improves us. And we are uh, encouraged now to embrace what God is making us to be because we go through our trials. Moses is here with the children of Israel. They have seen trial and tribulation. They have seen uh, the, the miracles of God. Can you imagine the one or two people who happen to be in Pharaoh's court when Moses first shows up and throws his rod down and it becomes a snake that devours the other snakes, the, 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 the rods of the other uh, magicians who turn their rods into snakes as well. Can you imagine how the rumors get started that Moses, this, this, this man, is a, is a wonder worker. He, he spoke to, uh, to the water and it became like blood. He, he, he declared unto Pharaoh that you are going to uh, be punished by these, these plagues. And, uh, and, and that as God performed at the will uh, of his own good pleasure, Moses was right there to announce to Pharaoh what was going on. The interesting thing is, as Moses has built up credibility with Pharaoh, he has to uh, build credibility with the children of Israel. A lot of times, uh, the process of building credibility with our, with our audience uh, is a tedious thing. We have to go through and convince them that we are someone worth listening to. We are someone worth hearing and heeding. Uh, Moses uh, foresees this problem when he's talking to God at the burning bush. He says, now, God, when I go to talk to the people, who should I say send, is, sent me? Uh, 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 God says to him, tell them I am sent you. Because uh, uh, if you go to talk to these people 
and you tell them that I am that I am sent you, they will say, my father Abraham oh, talked about the I am that I am, and his son Isaac talked about the I am that I am, and his son Jacob talked about the I am that I am. And so, so Moses uh, is connected now uh, to God, and he is connected to God to, in the eyes of the people. And so finally, Pharaoh says, you can leave, Moses. Go ahead and get out of here. We're tired of these trials and tribulations. This has gotten so bad that you killed my firstborn son. How impossibly terrible have you made things for me that you've done this just so you can free these vagabond Jews and, 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 and set these people on a course of, of freedom. Oh, go ahead, Moses. Take them on with you. Moses uh, gathers the people and they leave. While leaving, uh, Pharaoh says, I don't, I don't like losing my stuff. The Bible says that God hardens Pharaoh's heart. Now, uh, this, is, this is going to uh, be a problem for some of us in our theology. It's easier for us to uh, have Pharaoh come to the conclusion that he wants his slaves back than it is for us to understand that sometimes God puts opposition in our way for our making, for our good, for our benefit. We don't see opposition as a beneficial thing. Uh, we see opposition as a problem, as an issue. But God is one who takes opposition and makes it to make us better than we are. While God is doing this over in Egypt with Pharaoh, God at the same time is simultaneously now has set before them, if you would in your mind, see it with me, uh, a cloud by day and fire by night to lead them. And so now God is providing the obstacle and also the leading at the same time. God is providing the trial and tribulation and at the same time the strength to deal with it. Oh, God, what great God that you are, how you minister to your people in so many ways. Uh, uh, Moses now is, is, is following uh, the cloud by day and the fire by night, and the cloud by day and the fire by night is going in the wrong direction. My goodness, can you imagine this now? Uh, Pharaoh has traveled already uh, from the part, this part of the, of the world uh, to Egypt, and uh, he didn't take this path to get there. He didn't take this path to get from the Burning Bush Mountain, uh, Silent Mountain, to get back to Egypt. He didn't take this, 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 this roadway. He didn't take this path to get to where they are now, to where they're going. But God is leading them and leading them the wrong way. While God is leading them the wrong way, they finally make their way to the edge of the Red Sea. I hope you're still here with me. I'm trying to go as fast as I can. While he's there, uh, they're at the edge of the Red Sea. <clears throat> they uh, uh, have been following God, and God has led them there, and they begin to complain to Moses. For those of you who are in ministry, can I tell you this? that when people have an issue with you and you're doing the best of your service, telling the world that the Savior has come, uh, uh, they're not going to complain uh, to God about you. They're going to complain to you about how you see God. Uh, don't, don't get upset about it, but have faith in what God has put inside of you. Don't get mad about it, but have faith in what God has showed you. Don't get upset with them, but have faith in what God has put inside of you, because it's critical as you're leading people, it's critical for you to understand that everybody doesn't see it the way you do. Why, why do I say that? Because you would think that the last one they would blame for where they have been going is Moses, because the cloud is the same cloud that Moses is following. They're following Moses, looking at the cloud. The fire 
It's right there in their face. They're all witnessing it. But they are complaining to Moses about him following the lead of God. My goodness, here they are at the banks of the Red Sea. And uh, somehow or another, uh, they get the report. They find out that uh, Pharaoh's army is in hot pursuit. At this moment, Moses, a man who had just spoken to God some uh, four chapters, no, no, not four, some, uh, uh, I think, uh, ten chapters, uh, no, no, 13 chapters earlier, Moses, who, who had spoken to God and told God, I'm not an eloquent man. I, I'm slow of speech. I, I, don't, I don't speak well. I don't talk good. Uh, Moses made this, this complaint so strong that, that God gave him somebody to speak for him. Uh, but uh, this same Moses now stands and talks to the children of Israel, uh, and he speaks to them with such confidence. Oh, look at what he says in the word of God. He says, uh, uh, fear not. Stand still and, and see the salvation of the Lord, for he will show to you today. Now, uh, Moses is testifying about the power of God and sharing with them the most confident word about what God is able to do, what God is not just able, but what God is going to do. In this moment, Moses is sharing such a dynamic message. I don't care if he had an organ behind him or not or anybody said amen. He preaches the most incredible message of his whole entire life. And while preaching the most incredible message of his whole entire life, we see that there is a pause between the end of that message and what God says. Now, here's the thing with that. The message that Moses speaks to the people is one thing. But the response that God gives Moses is something totally different. Moses preaches confidence. He preaches faith. He preaches belief. He preaches trust and understanding what God's will is going to be. But then God told us, talks to Moses and says to him, why are you crying to me? Why is this? What's going on here, Moses? Somewhere between uh, 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 Moses preaching to the people and then Moses talking to God, the stress overcame Moses. Moses complained. The Bible says he cried. God, is God says to Moses, why are you crying to me? Moses cries to God. He's, 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 he's upset. Lord, I'm, left. I'm following you. I'm going where you want me to go, and you lead me here. I'm doing what you want me to do, and you lead me here. I'm saying what you want me to say. And you lead me here. God says to Moses, at no point in time uh, should you be this distressed. Why are you crying to me? Why is this the moment you have decided to preach one thing but feel another? Oh, saints of God, how many times have we given someone encouragement when in the reality, the real story of our life says that we're the ones that need the encouragement? How many times have we turned to somebody to give them a sure word of what God is going to do when we are the ones who need to feel faith in this moment? How many times can we honestly say that we relate to Moses here? God says, why are you crying to me? Go back and talk to the folks you just preached to. 
Because it's one thing, Moses, for you to encourage them. It's one thing for you to tell them what I'm going to do. But I need you to tell them to act on what I've already said. Can I say to you that there's a time in your life where you have to have a radical faith that is action-oriented? Oh, God says to Moses, why are you crying to me? Speak to the children of Israel that they go forward. Uh, this, this encouraged me because uh, I discovered here that uh, 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 if God leads you into a particular place, he does not do it with the idea that he puts you out of position. But he wants you to understand that whatever position he put you in, he intended for you to be there in order for you to overcome it. But in order to overcome it, you've got to stay where God puts you. You've got to be faithful where God puts you. You've got to trust where God puts you and act on his word where God put you. You don't have to be somewhere better to act on his word where God put inside what that God put inside of you. You only have to act on it where you are. He says to Moses, tell him to go forward. Because if you go forward, I'm going to act on your faith. If you take a step toward the water, I promise you that I will make sure that if you have to walk on the water itself, that you're going to be okay. If you take a step toward the water, I guarantee you that if the water got to get out of your way, I'm going to make a way in the Red Sea. But you have to take the step toward the water. I've not stopped leading you. The cloud is still in front of you. Go forward. I've not stopped leading you. The fire is still in front of you. Go forward. See, this is the thing that we've got to get into our minds when it comes to really obeying God, that no matter what we think, our answer must be yes. That's why it's really, really difficult when uh, God is, 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 has put mission on us and has put purpose in us and has put promise over our lives. Uh, because uh, when God has done all of these things uh, and we start acting uh, in a way that is not conducive with those things, uh, we confuse God. We, 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 we confuse God. Uh, uh, I, I was reading the Bible the other day, and, uh, and I read where, where, where Jesus is talking to the centurion, uh, and, he said, and he said that the faith of the centurion made Jesus marvel at him. Uh, he was surprised. Uh, God had to come all the way down from heaven to earth to experience surprise, because before that moment, uh, what could ever surprise God? But, the, but, but, but he, he is acquainted now with surprise, and he is acquainted with that when it comes to you because he has shown you over and over and over again what he can do, what he will do, how he has done. And yet when the pressure comes on, you start looking to the left and to the right. But God is saying now the day is to focus forward because if the obstacle comes on you, you must still Say yes. If the trial comes, you must still say yes. If the burden begins to look heavy, you must still say yes. If everything is opposing you, you must still say yes. There is never a moment in your life of radical obedience that you begin to tell God maybe. 
There's not a time in your life of radical obedience that you, you begin to tell God, I can't do it this time. The answer must be yes, because your focus must be forward. So today, understand that we are here, and we're here because of Jesus. And if you'll let me call one witness, I'll call the Lord himself. He lays his head in uh, the Garden of Gethsemane. And you get a chance to look over in the book of Matthew. He tells the story very interestingly. Three times Jesus prays. And three times God is silent. Three times Jesus petitions for God to let this thing pass. And three times God is silent. Three times he lays and watches his disciples sleep while he's stressed out. And yet God is silent. Watches his people uh, uh, decide not to participate. And yet he's still silent. What occurred to Jesus and what ought to occur to you is that if God is not speaking something different, he intends for you to do what he first said. So now you have to look bow your head and say, Father, nevertheless, not thy will, not my will, but thy will be done. Moses now joins with Jesus and joins with us. And we know that God has said, Moses, I led you this far. I've not changed my mind. Go forward. I've brought you to this place. I've not given you another option. Go forward. I've got you in a position to where it's life or death. And you cannot turn to the left or to the right. You only have one recourse, and that is to go forward. My friends, in 2023, going forward is the key to your journey. In 2023, going forward is the opportunity for you to truly experience the power of God. In 2023, let Psalm 23 be your guide. As we go forward, know that the Lord is your shepherd as he leads you forward. Know that you have no lack. Know that he will cause you to rest. He will give you provision. Know more than anything that when the folks around you that seek your destruction come to watch the show of you dying, he will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemy. Know that though you are walking through a deep, dark place of foreboding fear where people are threatened on every hand and all kinds of evil can befall you. You get to walk through that thing. Not be stuck in it, but you get to walk through that thing. God has already come to the conclusion that you're going to make it to the other side. So yes, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes, I do it because I'm going forward. I'm going forward with power. I'm going forward with anointing. I'm going forward with strength. I'm going forward with goodness and with mercy. And because of that, I depend on God. And I know that he will get the glory out of this. Can we go to God in prayer? Father, I thank you for letting me share your word tonight with your people. I don't know who has joined us, but Lord, you've spoken into the life of every person here. I want you, God, to do me the most 
gracious favor. Let it speak to the faith of your people. Tell the faith of your people to go forward. Tell the resolve of your people to have no fear. Speak to their strength, God. Assure them of renewing. Speak, God, even to their character and let them know that they can take it and they can handle it. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. So all things are in your hands, even this moment. And we say amen, amen, and amen. Did you enjoy that word? What a mighty word from the Lord. We thank God for you tuning in right here on Faith Talk. We thank God for you. I ask you to do me a favor. Tell somebody about Faith Talk Podcast. We're here to uplift and build the the kingdom of God, the body of Christ. We are here to encourage and equip the body of Christ with strength and with power, praying for you and your loved ones and your family members and your church family and, and for pastors and bishops and apostles and evangelists throughout this earth. We are praying for you. We ask you to like, like our Facebook page, Life Changers Ministries LCM. You can also follow us right on Instagram. I mean, on our website. Amen. Our website. You can go to our website, lolitajoneslive.com. L-O-L-I-T-A-J-O-N-E-S-L-I-V-E.com. And there you can view the podcast. You can view some things that's on our website. You can order books. I mean, uh, you can view our daily devotions. There are daily devotions on there to, for the whole body of Christ to encourage you, knowing that Jesus loves you and he care about you. We thank you for tuning in to Faith Talk Podcast and also joining us during this Life Changers consecration. This is spiritual renewal for the next 30 days for us. We're trying to renew our spirits that it would thrust us forward into that which God has planned for us in 2023. Until the next time, continue to enjoy the blessings of the Lord.